One, two, three, four, five. Throwing into traffic on the sideline. They're going to rule it a catch by Manningham. Wide open time, Rehu. Makes the count. And we're back. Giants versus Minnesota Vikings, season one, episode nine. Already going pretty quickly. Week six of the NFL season. Yeah, um, we you know we're growing as well. Um, this is week. This is week five or six. This is week six. This is week six. You you must have been sitting in the sun over the. Uh, Sorry. It's all right. Uh, this week we lost to the Minnesota Vikings twenty eight to ten, going to two and three on the season, leaving us one game, one and a half games back technically behind the Eagles and the Cowboys in the loaded NFC East, uh, and in the NFC in general, a lot of good teams showed themselves this week, in particular. Uh, in the NFC East, the, yep. the the Niners look great. Convincing win from the Eagles over the Jets. Eagles played a subpar team, but did what they needed to do. Yep. Um, Russell Wilson and the Seahawks look great on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. And you know this was the, the part of the season where teams are going to start to separate themselves. Um, really critical point in the season. Giants had a tough, tough game against a tough matchup against a really good team, a team that many considered. Could make a Super Bowl push sure. uh, before the season. A team that's loaded. Got a, got to get a up close and personal look at the defensive line and the offensive line of the Vikings. Obviously, being so close to the game, and I've never seen a group of bigger physical linemen. Linville Joseph, man. Before before we hop into the game, um, make sure you guys remember you got to follow us uh, on Twitter at Row One Sports One. Hit us up on Instagram at Row One Sports. And we have a little drip kit announcement, Eric. Why don't you tell everybody yeah. what's going on with the drip kit? Very exciting stuff. So it's looking like October 25th is going to be the release date for the long-awaited hoodie season. I got five different designs for hoodies, two for girls, five for men. Re-up the snapback. Two for girls, three for men. No, no, five. Oh, yeah, five for Five men. different designed, uniquely designed, high-quality Cotton, hoodies. 100% cotton. Yes, yes. Five designs for men, two designs for women, snapbacks and beanies. Going to be exciting. Make sure you guys check that it's out. It's cuddle season. It's hoodie season. Get your hoodies. It's not cuffing season. It huh? is not <laughs> cuffing season. It is not cuffing season. That's true. Uh, um, yeah, so let's get into the game. I uh, want to give a little recap about what you thought happened on Sunday. Sorry for the delay, uh, holidays and everything. Yeah. Delayed us on to, on to Wednesday night, but we're going to give you our thoughts for yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, it's actually it's not a terrible timing. You guys how hopefully get to listen to it before the game. It'll, get, you know, lead you up right into the Patriots game tomorrow. Um, listen, we were there. Obviously, we were sitting row one in the end zone. Seats are great. The seats are great. Team might not be so good, but the seats are great. Listen, it was a, it, it was a tough game coming in. No Saquon. Uh, injuries. Galman was out, and I think the first quarter with that concussion, the whole game plan was was really really um, flawed. After Galman went out, they couldn't run the football. Elijah Penny was taking snaps in the backfield. Uh, John Hilleman, I don't know. It looked like he was he was go- he. I think he'd be better with a wheelchair. I don't even know how he got on the team. The practice. I don't even honestly. Better yet, I don't even know how he made it to the practice squad. God bless him. He is a hoodwinker. We have been bamboozled. We have been deceived. We have been run amok. Shout out to Stephen A. Smith, but the Giants were just outmatched by a by a team that hasn't been playing well. But they had a get right game against the Giants, and they whooped us, man. Yeah. Whooped so us. My thoughts about the game: 
to, as, as I've stated on the podcast, I was confident in uh, our ability to win the game going in, uh, but just seeing how overmatched we were by, by a really great opponent, yeah, you know, just position by position, their defensive line is stacked, stacked. Joseph and Hunter and Griffin, and then you go to the next... Secondary, Rhodes, Rhodes, Harrison Smith. Smith. Their linebackers, Anthony Barr. And, and, and Daniel Hunter, Daniel they're, Hunter. they're stacked. And, and the Giants offensively... Competed, you know. It started. The game started off with that missed opportunity to Shepard, which you that, cannot that, miss. That whole I, that was in our end zone too. And, and I, listen, I thought it was a catchable ball. I think Shep could have done a little more to make that play. Yeah. Jones, listen, Jones can't miss that no matter what. He's for him to be the guy for the Giants. You, everybody knows it's tough for the Giants to score points, and, and Daniel Jones can't miss those throws. Like it's not, it's not an option. The Giants struggle to score points too much, and when open opportunities like that happen, we have to convert yeah. on them, especially against better teams. And against a really good team, when when you know Evan Ingram dropped a bunch of balls, Golden Tate really wasn't in the offense, and I don't get that. It didn't and make a lot of sense. Shep wasn't. He wasn't making his plays when he really needed to. Yeah. And the offensive line didn't play as well as they should have. The defense gave up 28 points. And against a playoff contending team, that's no way to help your rookie quarterback. Yeah. So I still do think that there was positives that we could take away from Daniel Jones specifically. Uh, But as a team, let's be honest, we're we're not healthy. We we don't have our best player. As we said, he's the 100% most irreplaceable guy on a football team in the NFL currently. And we're playing without him. We it's affecting the game plan. They they can't game. Bro, we couldn't. Shepard had three carries. Ingram had a carry. We, Ellis, yeah. like, we dude, they can't. If Hilleman and Galman can't run the football, I know Galman was hurt with that concussion, and he's out this week again, of course, But which is going to kill us again. Yeah. But they can't run the football. When you can't run the football, that's it. You can't do anything yeah, in the NFL. They, they made it completely 100% obvious that. The coaching staff was not confident in the fact that we that we were that John Hillman was our running back. We refused to give him the ball. And you know what? And it didn't make sense to me why the Giants would not bring in a veteran guy, a C.J. Anderson type guy who you know is reliable and can run the rock. It, I'm telling you, it's a it, mistake. It's a big mistake. It's a mistake. You can always make cap. I don't tell me about the salary cap. You can always make room, especially for a guy who, who's low priced in the middle, almost in the middle of the season. I, I think the Giants made a big mistake not bringing in a veteran guy who can run the rock 10 to 12, 15 times a game, uh, even coming right off the couch. Like, Hilleman couldn't – bro, they wouldn't even give him the football. No. And how are you going to win a football game like that? The Giants couldn't do anything. They knew that they the, the Vikings had to make Daniel Jones beat him, and we couldn't do it. Yeah, it looked like – I mean, let's be honest. Our, our rookie quarterback was, was – Lining up, snapping the ball, and handing off to our fullback. Yeah, in Elijah any, Penny. In, in any realm, who, by the way, played pretty well for his circumstances. I but mean, I guess. Any realm, it did not seem like the Giants were healthy enough or game plan well enough to beat a really, really good team at home. Um, it, it was a game that, like we said, we could have afforded to lose. The, the season's not over. No. Obviously a huge, huge, huge uphill battle again tomorrow night against the Pats on the road with none of our skilled players. Um, but to me, tomorrow night, we're going to get into the game more specifically, but it's more of a, a character test of, of who shows up, who doesn't. Yeah. And we just want to play hard, um, play every play as best we can, and, and, and compete. Yeah. But sticking to the Vikings, we're going to go into— They're a better football team than people have been giving them credit for. I Listen, I know Kirk Cousins say what you want about him. He's, he's up and down. He's like a, he's like a roller coaster. But yeah. when he's good, he's really good. When he's bad, he's really bad. He exposed us. And he exposed us. He exposed, I mean, a, a good team beat a bad team. Um, I thought that the Giants would compete a little harder, but Galman going out just really screwed the whole game plan, and, and they took advantage of it. Moving forward, though, um, excitement. We haven't had Shep, Ingram, 
Tate, Tate and, and Saquon on, on the, field, the field. Not once. one snap. And it's not an excuse because you got to stay healthy and you can't get suspended. Right. But going forward, this team's going to have a chance to start to mesh and get really, really hot, hopefully at the right time. And it's still early. It's only week five. Uh, we're two and three right now. Not going to claim us two and four, but, you know, tomorrow night's going to be a tough, tough, winnable game. Yeah, I'll, I'll claim us two and four. I'm happy <laughs> with doing that. Sure. You want me to do that? I, I would never. Listen, but this is the most least confident I've ever been as a Giant fan. It should be going into a football. Oh game. no, it should and it be. It sucks, but but there's still you still got to show up. You you play the game for a reason. No, if you're the Giant, if you're the Giants, you, uh, listen. As a Giant fan, I'm gonna be happy if the Giants come in and don't lose by thirty. You know, at least compete, make some plays, score score a few touchdowns. The the you know the Giants over next week. Yeah. I mean this this tomorrow is twelve points. It's Do you know what that? That's Four field goals. That's crazy. They don't think the Giants are going to score more than twelve points. I don't blame them. I don't. I, I don't blame them either. But that's are you not surprised the Giants put up three points tomorrow? I hope not. Do you know a stat I saw? The Patriots have let up two touchdowns this season, offensively. Have you ever heard of anything? I'm just saying this though. The Patriots, as good as they are, like yes, they're they're Super Bowl contenders every single year. Their coach is the best ever. Their quarterback's the best ever. But they haven't played anybody yet. They played the, the Redskins. They beat the Steelers by 30. They beat the Steelers who, were, who were, haven't shown They're anything. They're bad, yeah, I got you. They beat the Steelers week one, they dismantled them. They beat the Redskins, who were the second worst team in football. Jets, I think they played. They beat played. the Jets, who were the, well, pro- the Redskins are probably the third worst team in football. The Jets are the second. Yeah. And then they played the Bills. They beat the Bills, but they looked horrible against the Bills. Yeah, but that's a tough, tough division. Tough you know? division. I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not saying in terms of next week, of tomorrow, because obviously our team is flawed. Our, our four top playmakers aren't going to be in the game. But yeah. I would have loved to see the Giants go full strength at the Patriots just to see where we're at. No, that, that, no, I agree. It's a good test. I'm not saying no matter who's playing tomorrow, the Giants, my opinion, are not winning. No chance. True. But it's nice to see if the Giants can you know, put some points up, move the football against a defense that's clearly the, yeah. pretty much probably the best in the league. Yeah. So it's, it's gonna, you know, it, it hurts to see that Jones is going to be by himself tomorrow. It, it hurts well, to see. Tate. Tate's going to have to play that's a all big he, role. He, That's all he's got. Belichick, you know Belichick. He's taking away the best player. It's yeah. going to be Cody Latimer. It's going to be Red Ellison. I, I mean, it's going to be Darius Slayton tomorrow. Well, we're going to get into yeah, the we'll get into it. guys. But let's 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 dive back into. Let's get on track here. Let's talk about what we saw last Sunday against the Vikings and what we need to improve on. The first guy that I want to touch on in a negative light is Grant Haley um, in the in the nickel. He seemed like he was running all over the place. He's the, taking a step back this year. Yeah, Diggs, stealing. They were going crazy on us. Seemed like they could get whatever they wanted uh, in the pass game. I think Kirk Cousins only had like. Four incomplete five, five incomplete. Uh, five incomplete. 22, 22 uh, uh, completion. He was twenty. He went twenty-two for twenty-seven, three oh six, and two scores. Yeah. Thielen uh, seven. What Thielen had seven catches, one thirty and two. Jesus. Yeah. I mean, Haley really needs to step up in the slot. Yeah. Um, it was a tough test. We we understand that you're going against two of the top, probably the best receiving core in the league, if yeah. not top top one, two, or three. Yeah. Depending how you want it, you want to match them up, but. Like we said, this was going to be a, a tough litmus test for the Giants uh, Be- against the Vikings. Before we move on to a few more negatives, and I know that we have some, um, Corey Ballantyne, Julian Love, we're not mental. Like, what's going on? I Where mean, you, you see play him? Corey Ballantyne, put him in the nickel. I don't. It doesn't make any sense to me. He was the star of the preseason. He hasn't played a snap. All he does is he takes kickoffs, and he's pretty good he at is it. He's pretty good. He he's good a, at it. Kick Big kick return, but. Uh, I remember we were sitting in our seats. I said he has a hole, and he took it to the fifty. Like, yeah. 
he shows some stuff on special teams. If the Giants see Grant Haley really struggling, it doesn't make any sense to me why you're not going to put a a, a, um, a Corey Ballantyne in at the at the slot corner. Like, it doesn't make sense. Yeah, I could I could get behind that. I just think he's a talented player. That's that goes back to a little bit of a Pat Shermer and a James Betcher issue. They're gonna have to fi- they're gonna have to supplement or, or complement our holes. And right now we have a, a glaring hole at inside linebacker due to injury. Two two glaring two holes. glaring holes, which you you know you can't plan for no. when your top when Conley goes out. Tree goes out. Yeah, but we knew this Kate coming Davis in, though. goes out, and Lorenzo Carter We knew this coming okay, in. Okay, but you're compromised. Your team is compromised. Yeah. And it's not up to the player to, to necessarily fill that role. It's up to the coaching staff to, to fill those gaps. And yeah. there should have been a game plan in place where Grant Haley, who's not an unbelievable NFL player, yeah. he, needed, he needed help. I agree. St- and he got do- we got dominated. Stick, sticking with the inside linebacker, um, Deion Buchanan was released today. I don't know if you saw that. A Doesn't Bucks matter. guy used to be a Betcher guy. He was good with Betcher. I yeah, saw Art. Sure <laughs> so, and remember, Betcher bring in, doesn't matter. You serve popcorn in Arizona, you're coming yes, here. Yes. But um, I know Art Stapleton mentioned that the Giants would be foolish not to bring him in for a workout. So I guess I keep mean, an eye on that. We already made that mistake once. It already somewhat cost us a game not bringing, not bringing in a running back as a veteran. Crazy. You saw that happen. Crazy. I mean, the play of the game was Jabril Peppers, but we'll talk about this again. He yeah. made one of the best plays I've ever seen. Ever yeah. make as as a safety. It was a touchdown. It, it was a game saving play. It could have it could have flipped the game fourteen. It points. did flip the game, and Pat Shermer had a horrible play call in in, in the end zone horrible with that safety. Horrible play call. I mean, was the play call horrible? Yeah. Yes, but the personnel to have that like Saquon doesn't fumble. I mean, he doesn't get sacked for a safety there. Either way, I wouldn't like to see a play call like that. No, I think it's, it's stupid. Just after you, that, you, you you take Jones, you 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 rush him up the middle for. You, you let him sneak it for a yard or two. Yeah. You give yourself some breathing room. Or you throw the football for three, four yards. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. That was definitely the, the defining play of the so, game. So let's let's get back to the inside linebacker depth. Last week, Tay Davis is out. Tree's out. Um, you know, obviously, Connolly's out. Lorenzo Carter's out with a neck injury. And Kareem Martin. I'm Kareem Martin. He already tore his ACL. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the Giants are, I mean, they are they're dismantled at the inside linebacker position and the outside linebacker position. I know Golden... I like Golden. Uh, Golden, to he's me, has been really good. He's, I like him. He's a good energy guy. Um, I think he's got three or four sacks already. He's, he's playing really well. Um, but Carter's got this neck injury. I th- he's questionable again. If I'm the Giants, I will get into you know whether we want to save guys or not. But why do you play him if he's not healthy? I don't think it makes sense. I gotcha. I mean, I know you're of the of the thing that if he can go, let him go. But. Yeah, the Giants got to be smart with the season. So I was under the impression leaving the stadium. Obviously, we had a one o'clock game, and from four o'clock till I watched the Colts game, my thought process was, well, you know, we didn't have guys. What do you want us to do? And then I saw the Colts with Jacoby Brissett go go into Kansas City, not Jacoby Brissett, the defense. Yeah. And when they announced the players, the starting Colts defense, even... I knew like maybe two or three guys. Yeah. And I'm like, how are they going to? And that's stop not a that? knock on you. You know no, your stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, the guys, their 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 starting safety was injured. Hooker. They had a few injuries up front, and they they shut down Pat Mahomes. Like, how do you scheme? How do you scheme? scheme? Up I don't know. Like that. And then on the other hand, the Giants are just the defense. The game plan doesn't look like it's changing defensively. Yeah. Guys are playing well, but not for a long long enough period of time. Too many too many inconsistencies. And it's got to come to a point where Betcher needs to either figure something out defensively, or he's going to be the reason we don't make a run. Because the offense, like we said, when healthy, is going to be rolling. Yeah, I think you so too. You saw Jones score thirty plus in Tampa. You saw Jones score thirty plus against the uh, twenty eight. Twenty eight against the Redskins, and you know a few plays here and there last week against the Vikings with Saquon. You know the, the offense is going to produce. That's not the issue. 
All I'm saying is defensively, barring the injuries, barring the, the personnel, whatever it is, Betcher needs to be able to put together a game plan that, that helps his players. And it's not all on the individual skill. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I want to move to the offensive line. We'll stay with the negatives, unfortunately. Nate Solder's a problem right now. Yeah. Nate Solder is a problem for the Giants, and that's a problem that the Giants w- could not be expected to have coming into the season. He struggled last year, but yeah. was much better um, toward the end of the last eight games with Hernandez and him gaining some chemistry. Hernandez looks He's great. probably our best offensive line. Him and Zeitler, by far. I agree. But... I, listen, Nate Solder needs to step up. The Giants cannot cut him next year. He has a $13 million cap hit next year. They are not cutting him, so that's out of the question. The, he needs to he needs to play like a $16 million left tackles playing because he, he's killing us right now. He's killing us. He's got to wake up. And listen, the Vikings have a good off, uh, a good defensive line. Everson Griffin's a beast. Danil, uh, linebackers, Daniel Hunter, we know about Anthony Barr. Like These guys are great, but like... Come on, man. You're paid. You're one of the top guy, paid guys in the league. you got to step up for us. Yeah. Um, the offensive line, again, was not a help to our rookie quarterback. I think we got sacked five times. Yeah. He was under Jones, pressure all game. Jones was under duress the majority of the game. I mean, thank God that he's, he's as mobile as he is, and he yeah. was able to avoid some pressure and make some great, great plays on third down. But this is a team game. We're, we're going into Sundays and now Thursdays with, with a rookie quarterback. So it's not like we have – uh, a Pat Mahomes or a Sean Watson who could who could supplement or complement our negatives. So yeah. we got to help this kid out as much as we can. Uh, we understand that, that health is our number one issue right now. That's Pat Shermer's job, man. He's got a that's, scheme. That's what we're saying. Yeah. That's the theme of this podcast this week. I want to make sure that uh, the coaching staff is putting things in place to, to help yeah. where we where we can't fill our needs. Yeah. You know. You can't predict NFL injuries. It's a physical game. People are going to go down every. It's going to happen. Week. It's going to happen. It, it's not even next man up at this point. It's like next unit up. Like it's like just find some guy from the stand. Next fan up. Next fan up. Next, next fan up. Eric spit in my in my face. But either way, you find anybody. Get the popcorn guy. Just find like the Giants don't have. They don't got the guys, and yeah. it's hurting us right now. So speaking of next man up, obviously Golden Tate's going to be heavily relied on tomorrow night in Foxborough without Chet, without Ingram. Why without- wasn't he more involved? I mean, maybe it could be maybe it could be a blessing that that Shep's hurt, and maybe we could find Golden Tate some rhythm. He hasn't played in a while. He didn't look like he had his legs under him last week, and he's definitely going to be targeted a lot. I want to see like 10, 12 targets at Tate early and often. Yo, Golden Tate was a Pro Bowl receiver a few years ago. Like the Giants gave him a good amount of money. He screwed them with the suspension. Now they gotta they gotta force feed him. Like they have no other option right now for the Giants to be able to to, to be even. To even be able to move the football tomorrow, Golden Tate has to be heavily, heavily involved. Um, Cody Latimer, w- what's up with Cody Latimer? They don't even want to target soft. him. He's, He's soft. soft. He's soft. Daniel Jones gave him a few, a that, few give yep, balls right down on the sideline. Couldn't fades, make a play. Fades down both sidelines. Fades in the end zone. Yeah. On third and fourth downs, even where Jones said, "Listen." I'm I'm giving this ball to you. You got to go make a play for your quarterback yeah. and your team. The guy and, and he hasn't. He hasn't. He hasn't made that that play where no. Gettleman brought him in for his size. His route running subpar. He's not the fastest guy in the, in the world, but he does have size. So he needs to be able to use his size. Yeah, he he hasn't been he hasn't been what what, what we expected. I thought I really did think Latimer was going to take a nice jump this year for the Giants as that third receiver. Yeah, but 
No, no way. it's clear that behind, uh, from the receiver standpoint, behind Shep, Shep, behind State, it's, it's Darius Slayton. Yeah, Slayton, oh yeah. He has come in. We'll get into Slayton for he sure. He has come in and, and done everything that he's been asked of. Yeah. The connection with him and Jones is only going to go stronger, but like we said, we'll, we'll get into the into the Darius Slayton love after we go into the, yeah, I mean, the receivers from Minnesota had a day. Dalvin Cook had a day. I mean, these guys are talented NFL players, yards. but... Yeah. But you got to be able to, to stop the run. And, and once once Dalvin Cook's running for six, seven yards a carry. It's over. Abdullah came in. He was running for nothing. Madison came in. He was running like crazy. Yeah. Um, it was just a nosebleed that just couldn't stop. Yeah. And it starts up front. Dexter Lawrence, we, we love the we're, guy. We're going to move into the positives but, now. Yeah, Is that we, cool? We can kind of segue into the positives. And yeah. The pressure that he's creating in the past game might be go unnoticed to some fans, but he's bringing it every single play. Probably the best guy up front for us. Oh yeah! Oh, by by I me mean, by far, by far. So athletic. Yeah. Exactly what Gelman brought him in to do. He's doing it every single week. Um, just need need more. Now, now you saw a lot of reports, conflicting reports that um, Dexter Lawrence is a two guy is a two down uh, player uh, at Clemson. He was a two down player, just a run stopper. Let me tell you something. Now I watched Clemson. I didn't watch them like Matt Miller, or the scout did, but. Dexter Lawrence is the almost the opposite of a two-down player. He's a three-down player, and he's able to rush the passer like much, much abused better. Abused the rookie. Abused him, abused him much better than I anticipated. Dexter Lawrence is a beast. I'm sorry, but any, any reports that came out that saying Dexter Lawrence is a two-down player and needs to come off the field in third and longs, yeah. that is not true. So if you guys are listening to that, understand that's simply not true. Dexter Lawrence has been dominating this season. So what I see out of Dexter Lawrence is I can't even compare him to any – I don't think he's like any other pass rusher we've ever had. He's he's bigger than everybody. Because normally our great rushers are on, on the edge. On the edge. Okay, exactly. but this is what Gettleman's doing. His first his first defensive draft pick was going to be is is the anchor of the defense. He's the. Well, he took Hill last year. No, no, no. First rounder. First oh, okay, rounder. okay, okay. And Dexter Lawrence is going to be the face of this defense going forward. I mean, and he is showing that he could do that. Yeah. And pressure starts up the middle in the face of the quarterback, and and once the pre- once pressure's in his face. You won. Yeah. So from there, we're going to build around Dexter Lawrence, try to find guys off the edge. And, and Dexter Lawrence, he's the guy that's going to gonna be our fi- defense. Our defense I, I'd, like to see, Dexter Lawrence. I'd like to see Hill to step up a little more. Um, but I, I do like I like Hill. I think Hill is a really good guy to have in um, on the D-line as well. I think him and Lawrence are going to form a nice duo at yeah. some point. Once Hill, I mean, Dexter Lawrence has passed uh, B.J. Hill already. You know yes, that. Yes. I mean, that's that's not even up but for debate. But rightfully so. I mean, Dexter Lawrence yeah, higher pick. is a he's, top guy. Yes. He's got B.J. Hill, uh, you know, yeah, no, in the third round. But no, Hill doesn't have a sack this season. He had five and a half last year. The sacks will come. The sacks will come. But... Dexter Lawrence is, is far, probably far and away our best defensive player right now, I would say. Yeah. Who do you think? Yeah. I mean, I mean, Jabril Peppers, these past two games, has, yeah. you can't play any better. Uh, but not to mention that his first, his first two games in Dallas and Buffalo, uh, he was abused. But Dexter Lawrence, just as we stated, the stats don't show up on the stat sheet. He's playing 85% of the snaps to the highest level that he possibly can mm-hmm. and, and absolutely love, love, love. Our draft pick and continue. I'm excited to continue to see him grow. Yeah, me too. Um, Swaggy player too. He's got a dope sack dance. Yeah, I was. I was. We've started doing sack dance. Yeah. Um, keep. We'll stay with the positives a little bit. Darius Slayton had a real. He had a nice touchdown catch. On Joan, Xavier Rhodes. Oh my God. He bur- bro. Ja- Darius Slayton. I'll tell you, man. 
He is fast, bro. He's a burner. He was our uh, leading receiver uh, this game. He four catches, 62 yards, and a score. Um, he burned Xavier Rhodes as one of the top corners in football. Uh, Rhodes went out with an injury, but he came back later in the game. But Slayton looks good, and it seems like he has jumped Cody Latimer. I mean, he I, not seemed like he has. Cody, he was playing ahead of Cody Latimer yeah. all, all game. Well, he could do more. Yeah, of course. And yeah. the Giants, he's going to be a big part of, of what the Giants are going to do tomorrow. I pick uh, Slayton up in fantasy. He's going he's gonna to have a big game. Yeah, I have him too. Honestly, if you're looking for a receiver, I think Slayton's a good guy to play tomorrow. Honestly. Um, gonna, we're going to be – actually, I think toward the end of the game, we're just going to be launching the ball. Launching. And Darius Slayton could do – he could run every single route in the route tree. I mean, he ran a 4-2. He's the fastest player in college football that came into the draft. Gettleman saw something in him, and, and we love him. And bringing Slayton in with a rookie quarterback and Daniel Jones, they're going to have that chemistry that's going to develop for the next couple of years. And, yeah, at least. And Jones, every time Slayton's in the game – Jones, Jones looks for him. Locked in on he Slayton, and he's getting his job done. I, I haven't noticed him drop any balls. No, um, he's probably caught ninety-five percent of his targets, and he, he's he's good. He's a really I'd like good to player. see I'd like to see him more involved. He was nicked up early in camp, early in the season. Had that hamstring. Hand, yeah, doesn't look like he missed a beat, and it's going to be him, Tate, and Cody tomorrow night. So you pick your boys. I don't know how Bel- Belichick's going to try to match him up. Um, but he's fast, and you saw him on Sunday score against one of the best corners in football. So yeah. it's, an, it's refreshing confident. to he's see. He's obviously confident, and I think he's going to just be another part of this draft class that's going to be a cornerstone uh, for this team. Yeah. Um, one more positive we got. I know you want to give a Drip Kit Player of the Week award out. I will not be. When the Giants lose, I have said to myself, there will be no Drip Kit okay. Player of the Week from Jesse. Eric, who is your Drip so Kit Player of the Week? the reason why I want to give Jabril Peppers the Drip Kit Player of the Week is because as a Giant fan, however long I've been watching this team, I have never seen a more opportune play than what he did um, in the late in the second quarter. Yeah. Dalvin Cook is pretty much about to walk in the end zone. We're about to go down three scores, and Peppers comes out of nowhere and just strips the ball, turnover on downs, exactly what you need um, from a morale standpoint. Um, stadium went nuts. Stadium went nuts. We really thought we were in a position to now get back into the game. Do you remember what I said to you? I said, oh, touchdown. Touchdown. And Peppers just came flying and made an unbelievable play. Probably the best play of the game for the Giants. That's going to be the best. You can't make a better defensive no. play from no a safety way. standpoint. Save the, I mean, save the touchdown. Save the touchdown. Turnover on downs what, when in a critical point of the game. You get the ball back, two minute, four-minute drill, about to get some points before half, and then let's talk about that play call. So, yeah. so is it? Was it Shermer? Is, it, is that Shermer's fault? Yeah, I, I think I think to to not understand that you don't have Saquon Barkley in that backfield, you don't have the guy who can make somebody miss in the end zone and take the ball ninety nine yards. The whole point of, of of if you're when you're backed up like that, the whole point, especially with a rookie quarterback, is to get him some breathing room to try to make you know try all you need to do when you're backed up in that end zone. You get you need a first down. Like you have that's that's the only way you keep the drive alive, and, and the Giants. They do this stretch run play to, to Solder side, mind you, yeah. and, and the Vikings jumped all over. Like they were, they brought the house. I mean, I how, would, how do you make a play call I, like that? From my seats, I would probably say I was twenty feet yeah, from the snap. Twenty of the feet, ball, yes. And it was so obvious yeah. that before that snap was called, that that was two points going the other way. Do you think if Eli's in the game, there's maybe some different? I would say Eli probably would have would have checked out of maybe that play and. 
Because because Jones, they, they came up to the line right before the, yeah, the he snap was called, and he didn't see it, and yeah. he handed the ball off, and the play was dead. That's on and Pat Shermer. I'm sorry. It's on Pat Shermer that there needs to be there needs to be a better game plan to protect. It. Let, let's go back to the theme of this episode. There needs to be a game plan to protect your rookie quarterback and I mean, to help him succeed. The guy, the guy's doing all he can back there. He's throwing ropes to guys. He, he's throwing guys. Shepard's open. He, he's missing them, but but that's got to be up to the veteran to make the play and, and help his rookie quarterback. Because because. I don't know how much can you expect the kid to do. You can't, especially uh, undermanned. He's making plays with his feet as much as he can. Yeah. He's extending drives on third down. He's 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 making guys miss. I mean, Everson Griffin. The first thing he said after the game was this. this he shouted him out. Yeah. I mean, how often do you see that from an opposing defensive player? I totally agree. Um, speaking of Jones, let's stay with Jones. How, how did you feel about Jones's performance? Um, in my opinion, he wasn't too rattled. He didn't play great. He went 21 for 38, 182 yards, a score and a pick. A pick at the end of the game. Yeah, that was kind of BS. But listen, you, you got to like what you see from Jones so far. There's gonna, Like we said in the beginning of the podcast, no matter when Jones plays, there's going to be ups, there's going to be downs. There were plenty of downs in the Viking game, specifically because the Giants don't have anybody to run the ball to. And when, you, when you're one-dimensional, it's easy for teams to stop it. They know what you're going to yeah. do. No, this was... So this is more of an outlier. Hopefully, I mean, it's going to be again this week. They're not going to run. It's going to be the same thing. Everybody knows that. They can't run the ball tomorrow. It's not going to happen. So Jones is going to have to make plays with his feet. He's going to have to move out of the pocket, you know, avoid the rush, and hopefully make some nice plays in the air. Yeah, I mean, like Are you said, discouraged with what you saw? No, I mean, we were 100%. We took a full dimension of football. There's three phases of football, offense, defense, and special teams. Our offense, you pass the ball and you run the ball. We, we, there was no run. There was, right. You could not run. Yeah. Shermer literally said to the opposing team, "We will not hand the ball off to John Hillman. We were we were Ingram, running the ball to Ingram. We were doing QB sneaks. Yeah, and Shepard was was Shepard had two carries. He had two carries. Like, how do you overcome that? How you do you, how do you how do you take the one strength that the Giants have had the past two seasons in Saquon Barkley and just take him out of the game and not have a, a viable backup? I understand Galman got hurt." But it's just like you gotta. Yeah, but gotta Galman, you gotta understand. You gotta understand. Saquon was not the starter in Minnesota for that game. Yeah. So you need to have a viable backup for Galman. That's just how it works. Yeah. And the Giants didn't do it. It was really, really stupid. And I would like to see CJ Anderson. Not saying football is an easy sport by any stretch of the imagination, but if you're gonna plug and play any position, it's running back. I mean, yeah. You've seen it happen over and over. Guys come off the couch and run for 150 yards. CJ Anderson last year in the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, you got guys like Jay Jai not not in the not in the game. Um, it, it's it's really crazy. It's really it, it really could crazy. could have been done. Um, that's that's a knock to Dave Gettleman. Obviously, on a short week, you can't bring in a running back. Um, you know, on two or three days without practice or anything like that. So we're going to give him a break for that. Um, but, yeah, definitely should have should have prepared better for, for for the unexpected. Yeah, why don't we why don't we move to New England? So we got to – the Giants have a – I mean, I want to say it's a big game. I, it, it is a big game that they have tomorrow. Huge game. Um, all, all games in the NFL yes, six, are big. I agree. And let's be honest, any given Sunday, in this case <laughs> Thursday, right. a team could come in. These guys are all NFL players. Um, but the theme of the episode, I'm putting this on Pat Shermer, James Betcher, and even Mike Shula to devise. Who, who's Mike Shula? He's the. He's still on the team. That guy. He is our trainer. Right, literally. There needs to be some sort of game plan 
to compromise our weaknesses. Someone's got to step up and make that play on third and short and, and, and make a play where it's like, wow, you can't game plan for that. That's just pure skill and a big-time player making a big-time play. That's the only way we're going to compete. We're not going to line up against these guys. And just do and, it out, and, out do yeah, it. Yeah, it's not, not going to happen. There needs to be – the Giants need to have a different approach to tomorrow. Um, I know for a fact that – I know what the, I mean. You got you know what the Patriots are going to do tomorrow. They're going to take away the Giants' number one option, which Golden is Tate. Golden Tate. But you know what? I I really think that the, the the Patriots are more worried about Darius Slayton tomorrow. Honestly, I really do. I think I think Slayton's has, Slayton has flashed that huge playability that Tate has, but but Slayton even more so just because of of his speed. Yeah. But I, I mean Belichick, he's the best at it, man. He's going to take away whatever the Giants want to do. And guys are going to need to step up and help Daniel Jones. It's just very, very unfortunate that we're, we're pretty much laying down against this team. I mean, I understand we're hurt. I understand it's a short week. It's, it's a long season. You don't want to risk and then prolong injuries. But the Giants right now are very, very easy to game plan for. Let's be honest. I mean, the skill players aren't there. The playbook is shortened. And it's really just going to come down to Daniel Jones snap, taking the snap and looking to you know, do exactly what Eli did, really, yeah. with some wheels. I- I'm with and you. it's not his fault. I'm with you. Like I said before, uh, the, the Patriots defense, two touchdowns in five games. Can you, f- like, under... Like I don't think people understand how crazy that is, especially with how 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 much the league is, is throwing the football now. Yeah. The Patriots have let up one touchdown okay, remember, in five quarters. Like played terrible, terrible teams. Doesn't matter. They're NFL teams. They, they nobody can score. Yeah, but the Jets and the Redskins and the Dolphins can't score on anybody. So you think? I mean, how many touchdowns are we gonna put up tomorrow? I mean, the, the Redskins under- didn't score against us, and they scored against the Pats. Uh, yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. I would say that we com- I would say that we could put up fourteen points tomorrow. Why Vegas not? has us at twelve. Who cares what Vegas thinks? Who Vegas. Cares what Vegas thinks. Yeah, I, I got gotcha, you. But yeah, anything could happen in the NFL. I mean, you saw it. I, I, I'm so, I was so shocked to see what the Indianapolis Colts did against the Kansas City Chiefs. I mean, it's mind-blowing that a team like that could go in so empty-handed, or short-handed, I should say, on defense and stop the best offense in the last 25 years in, in Chiefs' kingdom. Yeah, that, that didn't make it's any crazy. sense. So I had class early in the morning, and I came back and I saw Brissett beat them, and I'm like, what happened? Like, yeah. what happened? How, like, and like you said before, it is any given Sunday, but I just don't understand how a team of, like, nobody picks the Colts to go into Kansas City and yeah. beat them. So, like, it's honestly, it's honestly pretty crazy. Um, also, so, yeah, we'll just give you some final thoughts on, on the game tomorrow. Obviously, still excited to go see our boys out there Thursday night, first primetime game of the season. The yep. world's going to be watching. Um, in New England, where we've Ironically, had so much success, um, and it's going to be a big test for guys. It's, it's an audition. You still want to see if Lorenzo Carter could go. You still want to see if Alec Ogletree could go. Um, you want, and you just want to see the offensive line to, con- to continue to get better. I mean, it's another game for them to mesh. Yeah. And it's another game under Daniel Jones' belt. So, you know, I'm excited as ever to go see our guys play. It's week it's week five. What week are we in? Keep We're forgetting. going to week six, my week man. Six. Sorry. Jesus, it's going uh, quick, isn't it? It's going quick, man. Oy, oy. So, uh, final thoughts. I would probably say that the final score of this game, I, I hate to predict the Giants' loss, but I'm going to have to. Um, 32-14. Yeah, I, I said before, I, I said 31. I, I said 31 to 3. 31 to yeah, 3. Yeah, I, I don't think the Giants are going to be able to move the ball tomorrow at all. 
um, and, and it sucks. And I really wouldn't say that if Saquon, Shep, and, and Ingram were playing. I think I think the Giants could very well put up 21 points or, or maybe even more with Shep and Ingram and, and Saquon playing. But, I, I mean, I, I don't envision a scenario in which the Giants score a touchdown tomorrow, honestly. That's crazy. It's, I really I just, don't think it's I crazy. I can't wait to get we only scored. We only scored one against the Vikings. Yeah. And we had Shep. But we and we had one. Ingram. But we had Shep and Ingram. Ingram played, I'm sorry, he played one of the worst games of his career. Yeah. He dropped 50-50 balls that you cannot afford to drop. Yes, granted, he took big hits after the, after the play. He, he was mangled. Shep got bounced around too, Okay, man. but you're, you're an NFL tight end going over the middle. What do you expect? A cakewalk against the Minnesota Vikings? They played in the NFC Championship game two years ago. Yeah, I, I'm uh, with you. The Case Keenum was their quarterback. Obviously, their defense is stout. You got you to gotta make these plays to help the rookie quarterback, but... Onwards and upwards. Why don't, a, why don't we introduce look around the league? Yeah, why don't we introduce a little bit of gambling, a, li- a few survivor picks, and then sure, let's see what we got. Let's okay, look around the league. I'm gonna give you my two favorite picks of the week: the Bengals, who I don't think you could field the worst team if you wanted to, are playing in Baltimore. The spread is 11. Hammer, Baltimore minus 11. The Bengals stink. I don't want to hear anything about about Andy Dalton. I don't. AJ Green is not playing this week. Joe Mixon looks lost. Horrible. Tyler Boyd is the only player on the team who's been making plays. Hammer, hammer. Oh, God bless you. Take the Ravens minus eleven. My other pick may surprise a few people. Washington is playing in Miami. Miami is is plus three and a half. Plus three and a half means they can they can lose by three points and you still cover. Take it. The Redskins are horrible. Colt McCoy's I think Colt McCoy's no, Keenum starting. starting. They announced Keenum starting. Okay, so he should be out by what the third the second quarter because he's the worst quarterback I've ever seen. Yeah. Take take the Dolphins plus three and a half. My survivor pick of the week: Ravens against the Bengals. That's a guarantee. And I listen. I here's here's what I'll do. If the Ravens lose to the Bengals, I will send one fan by random a Daniel Jones jersey. No problem. If the Ravens lose to the Bengals, I'm going to send somebody a Daniel Jones jersey. I swear to God. Okay, we heard, you heard it here first. Um, if the if the Ravens lose to the where's that game? In Baltimore. If I the, feel very if, confident about it. If the Ravens it. lose to the Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday, one fan. Who records this moment on Row One Sports Podcast? How far away? Anyway, we're about we're about thirty minutes into production. Uh, here. A little more than that, like forty. You will get a free Daniel Jones stitched jersey sent delivered to your house, courtesy of the Drip Kit. Yep. T- courtesy of Row One Sports. Lastly, my last pick, lock of the week. Do you know who's in shambles? And it makes me very very happy. The Cleveland Browns. And you know who's coming to town? Mr. MVP himself, Russell Wilson, uh, the and I said Aaron Rodgers is the best player in football. I pretty much still believe that. However, right now the MVP of the league is Russell Wilson. Take Russell Wilson minus one and a half on the road in Cleveland. Cleveland stinks. Baker stinks. Odell stinks. He's got four catches for 48 yards in the last two games. Yeah. They're a mess. Take uh, take Seattle. Minus one and a half. Let's dive into some other uh, NFL topics. It's been a it's been a crazy season. I mean, to relate back to the Giants. Yeah. Uh, two and three, right in the thick of things. Realistically, kind of. If you want to say we're going to get to two and four, um, but this is this is my thoughts. I think 
as a two and four football team, again, we're going to assume we lose tomorrow night against this, the the New England Patriots. Undefeated New England Patriots. That's fine. That's fine. We chalked that game up as an L before the season started. Anyway, you get Saquon back. You get Evan Ingram back. You get Sterling Shepard back. You get Wayne Gallman back. You get the defense healthy. You get a home game against the winless Arizona Cardinals, and you advance to three and four, right? Manageable. Manageable. So now we're three and four. Figure we're going to be competing for a wild card. Going to Detroit. And we're going to go into Detroit. Right. I am 100% confident with a fully functioning, healthy offense. Which you would expect they will be. The Giants could go into any stadium and win once we get this show on the road. Um, And it's it's going to take a while, but I I feel no pain. I, I... Fully expect this team to get to where we need to be this season. Yeah, um, this is a rough patch right now. Obviously, every team goes through their trials and tribulations of injuries, um, but we're going to get through it. We've, we've been injury ridden for years. Yeah, what do you think? I, listen, I agree with you. I the, the only thing, the, listen, the injuries are going to happen, and the Giants uh, need to understand that to rush Saquon back to play this week, to rush Evan Ingram back to play this week with that sp- with that slight sprained MCL, we, we, they they have to. Oh, so why don't you why don't you tell everybody about that briefly? We don't have to mention any names, yeah. but why don't you give a little update on Evan Ingram? So Evan Ingram, um, who will eventually be in drip kit gear, you guys just wait on it. Um, basically, spoke to someone in his circle who said if this was not a Thursday night game, he would be playing. Yeah. He'll definitely be back next week against the Cardinals, and that's a report that you're only going to hear on Row One Sports. Schefter's not reporting it. Rappaport's not reporting it. Um, but Row One Sports is. So take that how you may. And he'll be back next week, ready to ball. Yeah, guaranteed. Um, so we appreciate that update from Row One Sports. That's big. Um, the, the the thing is with Thursday night games, the, the turnaround is too quick for guys to get ready sometimes who, who are nicked up. And that's just another reason why you're not going to see Ingram, why you're not going to see uh, Sterling Shepard, why you're not going to see Saquon Barkley. And and that's, that's really it. So, I, I mean. We couldn't I, have played the Pats at the worst time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it couldn't have come worse. Um, it sucks that the Giants are banged up right now, but listen, that's where we're at, and we got to make the best of it. So, as we were kind of going around the league, you saw the Cowboys, they were down 31-3, to ended up making it a game. I thought that was pretty impressive by Dak Prescott. A lot of guys were bashing him, but I, I think he's a pretty good quarterback. So do I. Um, like I said, I think the Eagles are the best team in the division. I think they're going to really get this thing right. They're going to start rolling. They're going to start rolling. And right now the Giants got to just shoot for a wild card. There's a lot of good teams. Uh, we saw Monday night. We saw the. the, the I think the Giants got to worry about getting a 500 before they start shooting for a wild card. No, I'm just saying that that's got to be our thought here. Um, it's it's obviously too early to, to give up on the season. We're in a good spot. We're two and three, right where we thought we were going to be. Yeah. Um, we're just a little unhealthy right now. Yeah, I what'd agree. What do you think about the Monday night game? Those are those were two, one team that you thought was going to be going to the Super Bowl in the Browns, and one team who you thought was going to win two or three games and. See, just to go to show you, you never know in the NFL. So yeah. What are, you, what are your thoughts the, on those two the, guys? The, the Browns look, they're a mess, man. And, and the Niners, little surprise. I, I, I heard a lot of uh, 49ers hype in the beginning of the season, but I don't know. They're a little, still a little surprising to me. I'm not fully sold on them. I, I don't know if you are. Yeah. Garoppolo looks pretty good. Um, the defense is playing better. Richard Sherman looks pretty good, but... The Browns are, are Bosa. yeah, but oh my god, he, I love that thing that he did about planting the flag uh, right in Baker's face. That was amazing. You saw his interview at the after the game. That was really really cool, really funny. But um, then I'm not sold on the Niners. They look good so far. Um, Baker looks lost. I think he's got eight or nine picks already. 
Yeah. And that had seven oh, picks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Baker. Uh, yeah, absolutely. I think Baker Mayfield's got close to 10 turnovers right now. He's playing horrible. Only like four four touchdowns. He's got he's got some bad problems. He's got, they got some bad problems in, in in Cleveland. And there's already Odell trade talks. I love it. Oh man, I love it. Maybe Odell come back to the, to the Giants. I would want nothing more. Nah, I would want nothing more than the Giants to get Odell back on the cheap. But he would never come because he hates us. He hates Dave Gettleman. Yeah. And honestly, Gettleman looks like a genius right now trading away. They look real. A guy bad. who's who's obviously not helping the team and someone. You know, you'd rather have the guys that we got right now. Yeah, I totally agree. I just think I just don't know how. I just think Odell's just not happy there, honestly. And I know Jarvis has stepped up as that number one receiver right now. Yeah, he's just he's just playing better. That's just true. Yeah. And I, I guess Baker maybe is more comfortable with him from last year. Him and Odell haven't gained that chemistry, which it's only five weeks in. I'm sure it'll come, but yeah. still, Odell hasn't scored yet. How, or has he scored? No. Oh no, he scored. He I think scored he scored that once. Once against the Jets, but the Jets—that's not an NFL. Team. You and I score against the Jets. Yeah, um, but they do play in our stadium though. Uh, so yeah, that's. Uh, that's pretty much all we got for you this week. We pretty much gave you a rundown of what happened last week, what we expect for tomorrow against the Pats, a little run around the NFL, some gambling section, some drip kit updates. Yep. Um, it's all here for you guys on Row One Sports. Just, just remember, guys, gotta follow us at Row One Sports One on Twitter. Hit us up on Instagram, Row One Sports. The drip kit release October twenty fifth. Hoodies, hats, everything. It's gonna be really dope. So make sure you check out uh, thedripkit.com. And uh, let's let, let's let's try to get a win tomorrow. Let's not call ourselves dead already. Like we're gonna play an exciting game against a great team. Yeah. As a fan base. No, no, we're definitely dead. We're, <laughs> let's at least try to rally together behind Row One Sports' message of we won't it's until the, what is it? Until the fat lady sings? It's not over till the fat. The lady fat lady. Sings. She's singing first quarter. Maybe she may be on a. I think the national anthem. The fat lady singing for us. <laughs> Cause that's it. It's over. Peace out, boys. We'll see you guys next week.